Hey everybody, welcome back to the Liberty on Fire podcast. This is your host, Libertarian Tony. So this is your pre-Super Tuesday podcast. And what does that mean? Well, today is Monday, March 2nd. Super Tuesday is tomorrow, March 3rd. And what happens on Super Tuesday? Well, tomorrow there's going to be 1,357 delegates up for grabs. So that's about 34%, that's over a third of the entire nationwide total of delegates up for grab in one day. California alone accounts for about 20% of those total delegates, 415 delegates to be exact. Okay, so well, what's going to happen? Let's get into this by starting with some polling data, everybody's favorite. So if we go to the Real clear uh, politics, uh, easy to do on their website. They have all the polls up there, national polls, state polls. And if you go to the Real Clear Politics uh, polling data for this, national polls, Bernie Sanders is well in the lead at 28.5. Joe Biden comes in second at 20. Bloomberg sitting in third at 15. Basically, neck and neck with Elizabeth Warren at 14. Well, Joe Biden has had a recent surge in the past week or so. He's moved up about three or four points. Okay, Um, Bernie Sanders has held about the same, maybe dropped one point. Uh, Bloomberg hasn't gone anywhere in the past week or so. And Warren has had a tiny surge just in the national polls. Well, what does all this mean and what's going to happen? So before I get into that, we have some news. Okay, so last week we had the South Carolina uh, primary in which Joe Biden ended up with 48% of the votes. I mean, that's, that's pretty big, especially for Biden. And since then, Tom Steyer dropped out of the race, which was, I don't know, kind of irrelevant. He didn't have any chance of winning anyway. So I don't know, maybe he just... It was one of his bucket list things. He just wanted to run for president before he died. It's not like he's going to die tomorrow or anything, but at least he can go to his grave one day saying, hey, I tried and I ran for president. Okay, well, big deal. I guess he just had so much money, he didn't know what else to do with it. However, big shocker on Saturday, Pete Buttigieg also dropped out of the race. So this brings us back to the numbers for South Carolina. Now, as I said, Joe Biden came in first at 48%. Bernie Sanders came in second at 20%. Tom Steyer had 11%, and you can throw that out. Pete Buttigieg, 8.2%. This is for South Carolina. So let's remember, you need 1,991 votes or delegates to win the nomination for the Democratic primary, right? And the Democrats are so concerned about a Bernie Sanders victory that they had to go and ask Pete Buttigieg to drop out, right? The big money people behind the party, the Wall Streeters, and just the, your average Democratic billionaire who is you know, voting for a party, uh, has a front runner, let's say, of the party, Bernie Sanders, who hates billionaires. They're so concerned about this Bernie Sanders guy could potentially sweep the nation and be the nominee that they asked their little darling, Pete Buttigieg, to drop out, and hopefully hopefully, some of his support will go towards Biden. So right now, the delegate count 
I'll give you some of the numbers. Bernie Sanders is in first at 60 delegates. Joe Biden, after his big victory, he ended up with, he's got 53 delegates now total. Pete Buttigieg had 26. And then after that, you go all the way down to uh, single digits with Warren at 8 and Klobuchar at 7. And let's get, guess how many Bloomberg has? Well, Bloomberg has a big fat zero. So I think the hope is here that after Super Tuesday, which includes states like Minnesota and Massachusetts, so Minnesota, where Klobuchar is from, so yeah, I mean, she may win that state, which is about 75 delegates. And then Warren has a chance, doesn't mean she will win it, but he has a, she has a chance of winning Massachusetts, which is 91 delegates. So if you want to subtract about 180 delegates off the top of the 1357, let's say you have, you know, 1150 left, right? Let's say you have 1,150 delegates, then up for grabs. Bernie Sanders is going to get most of those delegates. And this is what has the party freaked out about. They would probably prefer another four years of Trump over a Bernie Sanders victory. And why do I say this? Well, Bloomberg, he had probably very little interest in getting into this race in the first place. But as you can imagine, some of his really rich friends who don't like Trump, but dislike Bernie Sanders more and would be more concerned about having a billionaire hater in the White House, they looks like they convinced uh, Mike Bloomberg to go out and give it a shot, right? Someone's, someone's got to stop this guy, Bernie Sanders. That's what they're thinking. So is the majority of the support going to go to Biden with now with Pete Buttigieg out? I, I think the DNC and the moderates are, are hoping for this. I think they have sense that mini Mike support wasn't all that. And this is the new plan B or plan C. Ask Pete Buttigieg to bow out and then throw as much support as you can behind Biden. If Joe hadn't done so well in South Carolina, I don't think this would be happening. Remember, the polls leading up to South Carolina, they had Biden at 39.7% and he came in at 48. So he well outperformed his polling data by, let's say, 9 or 10 points. Bernie Sanders was polling at 24.3, and he finished with 20%. So because Biden did so well, especially with the black vote in South Carolina, which is much more important than people are giving it credit for, and because Pete Buttigieg uh, did so poorly amongst blacks, it seems as though this was the right play for the DNC, right? Axe Buttigieg and see if we can get Biden's support to go up so he can challenge Bernie Sanders. Because there's some suspicion there that Mike Bloomberg can't pull it off. And even if Biden doesn't get the votes to be the nominee, I think what they're hoping for is that maybe the combination of Joe Biden's new popularity and Mike Bloomberg buying up as many seats as he can, that they can, I guess, stave off Bernie Sanders getting the required number of delegates, which I think, let me see if I got this right. I wrote it down. You have to get 1,991 delegates to be the nominee. So let's just pretend that Joe Biden's not going to get those delegates. And okay, now we're done pretending. There's no way Joe Biden is not going to get those delegates. Okay. 
Joe Biden doesn't have a chance of overtaking Bernie Sanders. So Biden's not going to be the winner. And because the support for Mike Bloomberg hasn't been really, I guess, all that popular, especially amongst Bernie people, Bernie bros, well, they had to come up with some sort of plan, like, how do we stop this guy? How do we keep him from getting the number of votes before the uh, convention in the second week of July? Well, I don't know. Maybe you, you take one of your other popular guys, Pete Buttigieg, ask him to leave, and then hopefully they're probably going to ask Buttigieg to support uh, Biden over Sanders. So I wouldn't be surprised if Pete Buttigieg came out in support of Biden or of Bloomberg, someone uh, other than Bernie, right? Someone to kind of bring down Bernie's vote total. Will it work? I just don't think so. All right, so th this seems awfully desperate to me. Bernie, I think, will still win with the number of required delegates before the convention in July. And then what happens? Well, I mean, nobody knows, right? Because if he gets the votes, he is supposed to be the nominee. And then you're going to have a bunch of people who are uh, still kind of normal and think that socialism is horrible and socialism has led to more death and despair around the world than any other uh, political system ever invented, well, they're probably not going to vote for Bernie and then Trump's going to win. And then you know what? A lot of the big money donors would still be okay with that. Despite how much they hate Trump, they'd still be okay with it. And if for some reason they can hold off Bernie's win before the convention, well, then I think they'll look at this move as a big win, right? They were able to keep Bernie from getting it, and then you have your brokered convention in uh, the second week of July, and then all bets are off, right? Because then the DNC, who sets the rules for the delegates, they can pretty much do whatever they want, and then you're going to have a probable huge fracturing of the party where if they try to take it away from Bernie— the Bernie bros are going to stay home and not vote for anybody or potentially even switch and vote for Trump out of spite. But if Bernie does win it, well, then you're going to get a lot of the normal, regular voters who still have pro-Democrat values but are not socialist, at least not yet. They'd potentially just sit at home and not vote in the uh, election in November. So I don't know if this ploy is going to work. I, I really don't think it is. I think there's just too much ground game support for Bernie, and uh, he'll probably get the nomination before the convention. Now, I mean, this is despite all of Joe Biden's new fantastic accomplish accomplishments that we're hearing about, like that he invented the doorknob, or he wrote the Declaration of Independence, and then he stood with Mahatma Gandhi against the British. I mean, Joe Biden's list of claims goes on and on every time he makes a new speech. So yeah, I mean, Joe Biden's, a, I guess, a great guy in the eyes of a lot of people, but I think he's trying to inflate his record just a little bit. The problem for Trump with a Bernie Sanders win is that Bernie is very popular amongst college kids. And I, you can probably imagine almost everybody in college who uh, Bernie is motivating to go out and vote, they probably already hate Trump. And college kids are easy prey for someone like Bernie Sanders because they really don't know anything yet. They've never had a real job. All they've been is in school their entire life so far. 
How many of them have had to go out and pay taxes and try to support a family on one income or two uh, small incomes? This is something that Bernie and his team are counting on. They're counting on the general ignorance of the average college student and their hatred for Trump to go out and give Bernie a victory in November. So that's all I really have for you guys today on this pre-Super Tuesday podcast. Who knows if this new strategy will pay off for the big money people behind the DNC, whether they think, you know, getting Buttigieg out of the way and giving Joe Biden's big win, will this help give him enough delegates to take delegates away from Bernie Sanders on Super Tuesday? I don't think it's going to work. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. And let's remember to keep those fires of liberty burning bright. (laughs) 